So today we're going to continue our discussion about mitochondrial Eve. And yes, all these things are relevant for our legal system. You may be asking how someone's ethnic or racial designation has any relevance to our legal system, but it absolutely does. Our judicial system, our legal system, is bigoted, prejudiced, biased. And in order to understand that, you need to understand where you have come from to see why you can't go forward. So, Mito or mitochondrial Eve, uh, they say she existed over 200,000 years ago. She came out of Africa, and she is basically the origin of all current, 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 current human life. So she is basically, I don't want to say Mother Earth, but somewhere along those lines. She is the root of all humanity, um, a black woman, black features, Negroid features out of Africa. And that doesn't mean blonde hair, blue eyes with straight hair. She is a Negroid-appearing woman. Stereotypic features. You know, kinky hair, broad nose, broad lips, black. Like we apply the stereotype on what we want, or, or I should say not what we want, but what our bigoted, racist brethren have labeled as being black. So let's get aside from that. Now, the uh, Aborigines in uh, Australia also originated from Africa. And I think they were only uh, like 70,000 years ago over in uh, Australia. The reason, I guess the main reason I'm mentioning them is Australia's situation is a little similar to America. Uh, in America, we had the indigenous population of American Indians, which were slaughtered and then, I want to say caged, but cage is not an actual reality, more or less confined, controlled to what we call a reservation, so on and so forth. Uh, the Australians were originally... Um, Europeans, and at the time that they came, or were put, actually, they were taken to Australia, by the way, uh, they were there as criminals out of Europe, and I don't know, a lot of people don't know that, but um, what their crimes were varied, but they were originally criminals that were put in isolation to be out of the general population of Europe. So when they got there, they had, of course, the same attitude anyone does that thinks that they have the right to take over someone else's land, so on and so forth. I'm sure there was escalations, problems, <clears throat> excuse me, the good old typical I'm better than you type thing, but for some reason Australia throughout the, um, I want to say decades, has um how should I say, what is the word, managed to live in harmony? You know, I don't 
actually follow that much on Australian news, but um, I don't think they have the slaughters and injustices that America is still reigning upon its black population in America. And that's why I mention it. Uh, if we were to go over, for example, to Germany, and we all know what uh, Germany did, um, they tried to commit genocide against a particular group of people. And uh, from what I've seen on uh, visual images and attitudes, Germany was reticent. They had put up apologetic signs and things in that order to say, I'm sorry for what we did. Now, you have to bear in mind that uh, World War II was an issue involving Germany and its uh, attempt to commit genocide on uh, other or another particular group of people that they thought they were better than. And uh, Germany is the root of many of these um, racist groups here in America, and we know what they are, you know, not just the ones that wore the sheets, but uh, they have all these brotherhoods, so on and so forth, uh, that believe they're better than their creator. Ironic, isn't it? I couldn't figure out why uh, this particular German had singled out this particular group of people that he wanted to exterminate, yeah, eradicate, commit genocide against. But it took me a long time to put two and two together. See, growing up in uh, California, there were certain people of a particular origin that was always close to us as black people. It was just like it was just like an unspoken camaraderie, you know? Like you walk in a room and you know that's the person, so on and so forth. The reason uh, I've finally been able to figure out he picked these particular people was because they were originally out of, originally, out of uh, Jerusalem. Israeli, uh, Israel, you know, they were from the Middle East, and they still had many, many features that would have been interpreted as being what we stereotype as being black, okay? Now, through the generations, after they had relocated to the cold climate, their skin became pale, so on and so forth, and a breeding on and on, but the original people were of, or considered to be, from the black race that we all are from. But they had the features, you see. They had certain features that were recognizable. This is the only reason I could think that he picked this particular race of people. Now, it's, it's interesting because uh, this particular gentleman in Germany was always painted as being ignorant and uneducated. I'm rethinking that evaluation, unlike uh, that particular president we had in office, which fits that to the T. I believe he had more knowledge than he let on, which is why he picked this particular group of people to try to commit genocide against. 
Now, the only thing that comes to mind is being a mother. And I think all parents go through this. It seems to be habitual for the human race, as a, as a race, to think it's, or its offspring tend to think it's better, or to think they're better than their parents. Smarter than, faster than, better looking, you know the best of the best from their horrible old parents. And I can't help but wonder uh, or feel that that's part of that scenario with the racism we have going on. Now, the knowledge that mitochondrial Eve, uh, or that all life period, originated in Africa from black, stereotypic black people, who, by the way, carry the gene for every variation, Hispanic, Asian, white, so on and so forth, in their DNA, they are capable of reproducing and have every literal race on the face of the earth. But let me swipe that aside right now. Knowing that your origins are out of a particular location and that you are thinking that you're better than your creator, so to speak, would explain a lot of problems we have with racism still, and why it doesn't go away. A, the knowledge that you came from the very people that you're trying to eradicate. And B, that would explain your attitude of always thinking you're better than. But you're not. No child is better than its parents. No creation is better than the Creator. And if indeed, or I do know for a fact, that all mankind originated from a black woman, guess what that makes you? And it doesn't matter if your hair is straight or kinky or curly or your eyes are blue. Black comes in all shades, colors, and shapes. Blue eyes, green eyes, straight hair, kinky hair, light skin, dark skin, you name it. And that's why it has always been a problem. That's why they are always trying to discriminate against us. Because they know from whence they came. Now, I've noticed also that uh, throughout our American history, for example, well, the presidential age is supposed to be, you, you can be in there as young as 35, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, throughout the decades here in America, the fight for quote-unquote quality and racial blah, 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 you know, which is just baloney. You know, it'll never work. But back to the point, at 35 is the youngest stage that we can have for our president. Have you noticed the trend of our presidents being 70 and 80 years old? What's the matter with, with this country? Has our educational system and our intellect depreciated so much that we can't find anybody with any wisdom under the age of 80? I mean, our retirement age is, what, 65 now? I think it used to be 55. Don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure it was. 
so that you could have a little free time to enjoy life before you die. But no, they bumped it up. It's 65. It seems like every year it gets higher and higher. So at 65, you're supposed to be eligible to retire. Why are we getting presidents and congressmen and senators and, and all these people in our political field that are in excess of 60 years old? Are they supposed to be more wise? Do you think, uh, for example, Hitler, if he lived to be 80, he'd be a better man? <laughs> That's almost hilarious. <laughs> he would just have more time to be completely insane as he was. Age doesn't give you wisdom. It doesn't make you impartial. It doesn't make you fair. Being older doesn't mean you become less of a bigot or a racist. So why are we voting in these people, and some of which I'm pretty sure were at the bottom of the tree for some of those lynchings back in the 20s, and are still participating in the lynchings going on today, you know, via being a lawyer or being a police officer or being whatever field they're in that is required for them to run for office. That's not a good thing. Are you aware that our soldiers, when we go over to these other countries doing quote-unquote war or to stop civil unrest in other places or to correct whatever is wrong in our society that we want to make sure that doesn't happen somewhere else or go over with the intent of controlling another country? Are you aware that our soldiers, our young men are doing, are performing abominations? on these local inhabitants of these countries, and they're led by these same people that we are, quote-unquote, looking for to guide us. And it doesn't matter that they're 60 or 70 or 80. They haven't gotten any better. They haven't become less heinous than they always were. They're just old and deviant, old and aberrant. If they were a bigot at 20, like I told you in my prior segment, dragging somebody behind them on the ground, do you think at 80 they wouldn't do the same thing? Of course they do, only do it in a better car. So that 35 minimum age, we need to get a little bit closer to that number, you know? We need to have a cutoff we're putting these old politicians in the Supreme Court, in the Senate, Congress, mayors, governors, you know, attorneys, especially judges. I mean, how, com how comfortable do you feel as a black person going in a courtroom with an 80-year-old white judge? Are you serious? I don't care where he is. Do the math. Do you honestly think they left the old days behind? No. Do you think they've changed with the times? No. <laughs> Don't you know that they yearn for the way things were when they were the superior, supreme, in control race and they make sure that it goes that way, that the cards fall in their favor? I just, I just don't get it. It's the same thing. It's the children. They are the children of this one black woman. We all are, and yet they think they're better.
What happens when you match an albino with an albino? Well, I'll tell you. You can go Google it or you can wait for another 10 or 20 years for science to, to catch up or broadcast it or publicize it because they really don't want you to know. They don't. I mean, if you know that you're not a substandard human being, but the creator of all life, that sort of kind of makes your viewpoint a little bit different, doesn't it? So when somebody tells you to bow down, you say, no, I'm too proud for that. I know who I am. Everybody should know who they are. There is no shame. I'm not ashamed to be black. You don't like my hair? Sucks to be you. <laughs> you don't like my skin? Too bad for you. You know, if you see something you don't like, I feel sorry for you. Because it was a woman like me. From whence you came. It is impossible for you to be better than your creator. And let me say it again to make sure that sinks in. And I hope that some of my people are listening to this because I want to say it one more time. It is impossible for you to be inferior to the very thing you created. Do you understand? And that's why they hate us so much. So, you know, the funny thing is, you know how a tree has branches, right? That's a perfect example. I was thinking about how to verbalize it. Ordinarily, you know, some plants, when you cut off a limb or a branch, you can put it in water and it'll grow back into the same identical tree. But people aren't like that, see? So you have the trunk of the tree, which is Black Eve, right? And she has all the capabilities of every variation in mankind. Hispanic, Asian, Indian, East Indian, African, White, Russian. They're all variations of the same people, right? So, at the bottom of the base, you have Eve, and then she has all these branches. But the branches don't carry the original seed. See, that's where it got lost. That's why they had a problem with it. Hmm? Now, for any tree or any plant ordinarily, besides the ones that grow from, you know, the clippings, you have to plant, in order to get the same characteristics of that plant or tree, you need to plant its seed. Okay? Now, its seed will reproduce the same identical thing. Henceforth, black woman reproduced black other black women who still have the same capabilities however for example a deterrent from from or i'm sorry a, a deviation from uh, what was ordinary at that time for example like uh, albino may not or did not carry the capabilities and i'm not talking about a black albino i'm just using that as an example Okay, I'm just trying to use an example of a reproduction of someone or something that doesn't have melanin in its skin. 
So let's just say that, you know, true, it may be a reproduction or a, a, a child of, of Eve, but it didn't carry the seeds that she did for some reason. It wasn't just the lack of skin color, but it also didn't carry the seeds, the capabilities. So that particular person, as an example, would go out and mate with another person similar to them, of course, because they felt comfortable with each other. Right? And so on and so forth. And then we have an entire civilization without the capabilities that Eve originally had. And I don't know if I'm making this clear or not. <laughs> but it, it's, it's pretty simple. Not every child of Eve had the capabilities of producing every race, creed, color variation that she did. And that was because the deviations from her original reproductive cycle reproduced with each other. And now it seems they think they're better than everyone in the world. But they're not. So when I was reading about the Aborigines, by the way, um, there was a black lady in there saying that she doesn't consider them black, and I, I almost joked at her ignorance. Of course they're black. They came from Africa. <laughs> they are closer and more black than everybody else, because everybody is black. Everybody originated with Eve out of Africa. But these particular people have only been in Australia, I think, about, about 70,000 years or something like that. And they still bear a strong genetic resemblance to the original mitochondrial Eve. So, of course, they're black. Everybody is black. Period. And they're just too ignorant, uneducated, or in denial to admit it. So there is no shame, there is no better than. They can start all their little groups, they can try to kill us on the streets while we're sleeping, while we're walking, you know, try to regulate our reproductive cycle. They can do whatever they want, but when you open that door to your house and when you wake up in the morning and you look in the mirror, you hold your head up. Hold your head up high. Because not only may you be born black, not just that, but there is no one in this world better than you that has the right to victimize you and your family. No one. Anyway, so I look forward to talking to you next time. I hope you've enjoyed that. I know on our next uh, session, we're going to cover a little bit about current events going on, about a few actors and actresses, only because they're relevant, of course, not because I just want to talk about it. <laughs> I look forward to talking to you.